Then <laughs> 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 you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the eighties. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. That's a good bit. That's not a good bit. That's what you used to do with That's Noah all the time. Bit. Yeah. That's my <laughs> bit. It's good when I do it because I'm deft. I don't I'm think deft. That, I don't think the word means what you think. Yeah, it means. you have like deft talent. Like deft comedy, John. Well, no, that's deaf. <laughs> D E F. This is D E F T. What does that mean, Will? No idea. Look it up. <laughs> like, Pro- like deft tones. Produce the definition for us. Oh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> it felt nice to say. Like de- deft, like you you have deft hands. Yeah, like you're skilled. You say that to a pianist. Yeah, that's true. They do have deft hands. <laughs> sounds so much like penis. Yeah, it's like they're intentionally doing it's, it. I don't know that I've ever heard someone talk about that. People talk about it. You weren't a kid in the early 90s. Yes, I was. Well, you weren't the same age I was in the early 90s. We used to talk about We've it. We've never been the same age. I know. What is it? <laughs> well, part of producing is reading. No, that's not true. You know, just... Uh, deft is an adjective. It means neatly skillful and quick in one's movement. Yeah. Or demonstrating skill and cleverness. That's how I am with bits. Okay. Deft. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but back to this whole penis thing. Yeah, the important... They sound so similar. Yeah, it's pretty And gr- flautist sounds ridiculous. Well, I think it's important. What? Well, because it makes it seem like they have an important task when they have this weird word attached to them. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll allow it. Yeah, right? me too. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than, like, flutist? That sounds idiotic. Flutist <laughs> does sound very stupid. Yeah, but a flautist is like, oh, that could be anything. Flutist. Mm. And you can't say, like, a fluter. <laughs> that sounds like you're describing a shit really poorly. <laughs> a fluter, yeah, it does sound like a ship. Or it could be, like, a, like a dark pervert. Well, I said shit, but ship oh, works, Oh, a too. shit. A fluter. Yeah. Oh, it could be a really elegant way of saying uh, a poop, poop. Yes, what? a piece of poop. Yeah. A fluter. What do we? What do we call flautist uh, shit, shit, shit breathers? <laughs> Why would we do that, Joe? Because it's a bad idea. That. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the Max, for the first time, you and I are going to agree about something. <laughs> do you remember when you told me like? I have dark energy or something, and it did was I like, ever say that? You, I, you, you said it in a podcast, and you said like, uh, like you, like you have dark energy, and you're full of it, and it was like the worst bit I've ever heard in my entire life. Was that the coffee episode? <laughs> I don't know. What's the coffee episode? The episode where I drank coffee, and you're like, you guys were like, I was way too hyper. Oh, I mean, I don't know. One forgets. Yeah, well, except you. You remember all the times you were offended by something I said. That's impossible. I don't I, have that good a memory. So your relationship's over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My relationship. You think My it's... Like, what happened, I was dating a girl for a month, and then it started getting weird, and then we kept kind of dating, and then we couldn't see each other for a while, and then she just fucking ghosted me. And you think it's because she found this podcast? Um, I definitely suspect that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's likely. I mean, there's like I listened back to like the last few, and there's ones where you're like saying saying your name, and you're like the one with like the mouth like a bird, right? 
And it's like, oh, that was something I said. I mean, of course I thought that. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I probably wouldn't have said it in a context where someone potentially could. So you're saying I ruined things for you? No, I mean, you were just trying to do a bit. But you, know, you weren't even doing a bit. You were, recite, you were repeating a thing. That yeah, I was said. regurgitating something you had said. Yeah, yeah. one of my fun so things. So is, uh, is there anything you want to say to her right now if she's listening? Oh, go fuck yourself. If if you're li- if the reason th- you're we're not having dinner the other day is because of this fucking podcast, fuck you. I'm on Team Melky here. Fuck off, Joe. I think if she wants to use this podcast as a reason to not see you, that's one of the best things anyone has ever done with this podcast. No, it's not. It's pretty good. It's pretty up there. That's a terrible thing to do. What are the other things people have done as a result people of listening to this podcast? People have enjoyed their commutes. Do you think that's true? I'm sure Terrence this is what has. This is what has happened with people listening to this show. They have either stopped dating you or they have messaged you how funny they are. How They're, funny they are? How funny they think you are. That's a great thing. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I like, oh, I, yeah, like, I, like the, I like the first one better. Yeah, you like the idea of someone stopping dating me. Yeah, if the two alternatives, is two options are that or people telling you how funny you are, I'm going to go with the one where you feel pain. That's terrible. <laughs> You're a terrible person. We're great friends. <laughs> That's absurd. That's a terrible thing. Um, but, yeah, I do think, like, I probably need to not, like, I need to consider, just, I mean, I need to be careful with Tinder dates because, like, it's t- it's just so likely that one could look this up. It's easy to find if yeah. you search for me. Uh-huh. Um, what if and you that said, would be yeah. the, it, it, like every I and I've talked to an, I've I've never talked to like a girl that I was dating about this, but I've talked to enough girls. Like it's pretty common practice for to Google for, for, for the whole like like male female like LGBTQ community like what have you to to stalk the person that you 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 meet up with on Tinder. Like why not? You should. It, well, maybe you shouldn't, but you do. Um, well, I think it's pretty pretty universal. Yeah, like if if I if I went on like two Tinder dates with a girl, I was like, oh, they're interesting. I want to know more. And then I found a podcast they did, and it was this. <laughs> I'd be like, jackpot! <laughs> I would listen to every single one in a day. What if you had found a podcast that Malky had done where she talked about dating this guy who was freakishly tall? I kind of like that. Would freakishly it- tall. I'm 6'5", and people usually guess shorter. Well, how do you think people would describe... How do you think she was describing you to her friends, if she has any? Um, I don't fucking know. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you re- she knows you're really into food that she doesn't like. You're really into comedy. She don't think you're very funny. And yeah, had- she really didn't find me very funny. So she- It was like... That was so demoralizing. Like, I'm dating this tall comedian who I don't laugh at. Yeah. What like, you- and what if- I... Like, it was just like one of those things... Like, uh, generally when I go on, like go out with people, like I'm kind of leaning on you're, humor. Yeah, you're kind of crushing it, probably. Well, not necessarily crushing it, but like I, it, like I'm hoping that when I tell like a like I have a little riff or whatever, mm-hmm. that it'll it'll get a laugh. Like I need that. Um, yeah. And like I would, ju- I like swung and missed so often. All comics need that. I don't know any comic who's like, yeah, I don't care if they laugh at my jokes. Do all comics? Really? Like socially? I think it's a big defining feature of most of them. Do you mean on dates though? I think interact definitely dates, but I think interacting with people in a, a situation where they're trying to be impressive at any stripe. That that uh, yeah, I I always found sense of humor to be like a uh, defense mechanism. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm hanging out one on one with someone, 
uh, that I just like know well and like get along with, feel confident around. I'm probably not going to try to be that funny. Yeah, I don't try to be funny with people I like. Well, yeah, because you struggle. I know. <laughs> I'm like I can be really funny with Becky, but that's because like we can play in a different way. Yeah, you describe shit you do with Becky, and it it's always baffled me. Why? You said like we talk we talk to each other like we're kids. Yeah, it's like very saccharine. I sweet. don't understand. That's gross. I don't. That's yeah, gross. I gross. Agree. What do you do with I your agree. wife, Will? We ignore each other <laughs> most of the time. That sounds nice. Yeah, well, I ignore my girlfriend plenty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. But there, are, but there are times where it's like, well, we're gonna hang out and we're gonna be cute together, and that's just the like, way. Like, what do you is. do? Like that Seinfeld bit where they're like, Smoopy, you're Smoopy. Oh, I mean, uh, don't do that. You don't do that, do you? It's not that specifically. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. No, I'm not. Do, do I, it. Do no, it. I'm not doing that. You brought do it up. It. No, Max brought it up. You brought it up. No, Max brought it up. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> but regardless, you're like, oh, no one says that I'm funny. And then you just don't do anything. Maybe if you did things, people thought you're funny. Now do your shit. <laughs> I'm not. Th- this Make the- a silly noise. <laughs> this is the most offensive you've ever been to me. <laughs> well, that's not true at all. Well, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I've like gotten you mad before. You've never done like a cute voice with your wife? Never. Has it? It's never come up. Never. I mean, like, th- give me an example of an acute voice. Yeah. Like you talk like a four-year-old. Do it. Do it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it feels very strange yeah. and unnatural to do it outside of that setting. Just pretend you do it. To pretend I like you. Oh, baby, baby, <laughs> baby, you're you're so goofy. You're a goofy little duck. <laughs> you're a goofy little duck, baby. Flat. I don't know how to do it. Is that it? No. Well, <laughs> show me how to do it. Don't criticize me for not knowing how to do it. Yeah. Then you won't do well, it. You can't do, do it your silly cause, voice. Cause you don't love anybody. Fine. How about this? How about this? Please pass the potatoes. No, it's not that's that hot. stupid. <laughs> well, Joe, we don't know, and you won't tell us because you're being a bitch right now. Yeah, now a do your bit. gay voice. It's a little intimate. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Is it with me? <laughs> <laughs> Joe hates this. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I don't know where that. Where's that line drawn? What I can share with what Here's I. Here's what with you should do. Say what you would say, but say it in your regular voice. It's pretty much what I would normally say. It would just be like an acuter voice. It's do not it. like we do like cute nicknames. It's not really what do we do. Do your cute voice. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, fe- it feels like I can't even do it right now. Okay. Would you get in trouble with Becky if you did it? I don't think so. She listens all this, right? She will. Up, ev- she eventually hey, binges like for, she'll like clean for a day and she'll binge like four or five episodes. I've been into cleaning lately. Yeah, but you always keep clean. Yeah, but it's it's becoming more and more as time progresses. I enjoy clean, clean cleanliness. Yeah, you're very um, austere that way. Austere. Very deft. <laughs> <laughs> I do like austerity. Yeah. I was kind of obsessed with that in college. Yeah, your sense of design is as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah, like whenever. Well, I also like because like occasionally in architecture you'd have to do interior design. Like at one time I did a project where I just like made a like designed a weird house for fun, and it's mm-hmm. like I I don't understand interior design at all. So I would always just do it. I would always just make things really bare, and then I would put up like a goofy picture, <laughs> like in your room. 
No, like oh, oh, or, or you, or you mean for pro- or, or you like, mean for projects? When I was doing a rendering of a, what okay. a building would look like. Okay. Yeah, so you just I put a, to, goofy pictures in your renderings. Yeah, I would. Well, what I like to do, my like thing uh, that I enjoyed was I would I would make like a very like serious like kind of dramatic looking shot, and then I would just like fill it with like like a hundred like Asian children or something. <laughs> Because you have to you have to put figures in to give a sense of scale. Okay. And it and like I just liked being silly with really like pretty looking shots. Did that play? Yeah, people loved it, including like professors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Because like a lot of people would do this thing where they would like they'd show like a beautiful woman looking into the distance, then like a ballet dancer, and I just or I would like just have lots of fat people. <laughs> and just kind of marvel at their fatness. Yeah, just have like a weird old fat guy, and then like a, like a fat person laying on the ground, and then just a lot of children. Could you have like someone have it like vomit all over the floor? No, although what, I did have the idea. Uh, professor told me not to do it, but I wanted to do. I wanted to do a rendering of this like public space where everyone was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I think it would be really cool. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I had this, um, in, so in our, I probably told you about it, but my, um, she wound up being like my partner in later years, but like, um, like we just always worked together, but she was like, she was brilliant. It was this Chinese girl from Shanghai named Fei Fei. And she was like, she had like, like I didn't have any raw talent. Everything I had was just cause I worked hard. Like mm-hmm. we were the two tops of our class. Um, and she, she was like essentially bad at art, like at all the technical stuff, but she was just like brilliant. And she would do things like I would be working on these like crazy perfect models that were like razor precise with like super well reasoned arguments for why everything is the way it is, like beautiful renderings, all these diagrams explaining how exactly how everything works. And she would just like make a shitty model, and then she would like make little scale figures of birds. And put it on, and her stuff was just beautiful. Like it didn't need to be made well. You could just tell. Like that, it didn't like, need to be technically proficient. No, it was just like, just like spatially, she was just brilliant. Like, and and everyone knew it, and you just needed to look at it. But then as soon as she made a portfolio, she didn't know how to like present anything, so it just looked like dog shit. But when you saw her models or you saw her desk, you're like, baby, you're like brilliant. But she just could never really pull it together. What's she doing now? Uh, she lives in Shanghai. I was always in love with her. Are there women who do beautiful things you're not in love with? You're, uh, I mean, of course there is. Well, I'm implying that you you say I love blank a lot. Well, I do. I do find it like attractive when a woman's like brilliant. Sure. But I don't like. I was talking to Shira about this, and she was saying like men don't men aren't into like when women are good at comedy and i'm like yeah they are they just don't approach them i think you're both right there's definitely there's definitely some degree of uh frustration that that can happen oh yeah like i know that like good female comics are frustrated that they don't get men the same way that good male comics get women sure but i think it's because there's just like a there is like an uh a biological component at play where it's like i think humor is works as an 
as an aphrodisiac or is at least something that's attractive to women where that doesn't it's not the same it's not interchangeable i think it's not just humor i think that in in most fields you will find that the the man in the relationship is the more far along one if they're both like creatives or they're both competitors you just that just tends to be the case well because men are more competitive yeah and i just think that there's a dynamic where like a woman is attracted to like an elder man okay and like a powerful man and like a man is not necessarily like attracted to like a powerful woman like i think it's like intimidating and it's emasculating well i mean unless you're uh dating rena calm yeah that works out great for every man <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> well, i was thinking of one in particular but <laughs> yeah i know you're thinking of yeah <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't talk about that. No, it probably shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast that no one's listens to that no one listens to. We should be very careful what we say. Yeah, we should. How, how's our listenership going, Will? Yeah, I haven't checked in a while. Is it still like eight? I think it's more like twelve. Damn. I do think it's growing, but who cares? Look <laughs> at what I made. Yeah, I'm very impressed. You know, I left those on the table because you guys like to fidget with stuff, and I knew you were gonna get into that. Is that really what you thought? Yep. Wow. Right. This beer is okay. I like it. Yeah, Do you? What's, what's, yeah. what's wrong with it? It's very good. It's not bad. It's just I was kind of expecting it to be like bonkers. You know, sometimes when I'm at work and I say, I poured the beer from the can into a glass, they say, why would you do that? So maybe it's that you poured it out of the can. Well, isn't it usually better in a glass? I don't know, but it seems that there's some controversy where maybe it's better in the in the can. That sounds like a real beer hipster thing to right? say. Right? Yeah, yeah. sounds very hipster beer bullshit. Nerds. I yeah. know, right? I mean, draft is better. I I don't know. Is it? I mean, I I do know that. Like I've ex- I've had enough anti-hero to be like draft. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the sometimes those draft lines like if they don't clean them regularly. Yeah, well, that's true. true. Yeah. The, yeah, the weird thing about draft is that you need to get a fresh draft. Which yeah. is like when you're at a bar, like sometimes I go to a bar, especially ones I, I go to a lot, and I'm like, I try to anticipate how fresh, like, because if, if they have some weird, if they have some weird thing on draft at like a bar that's like kind of divey, but they have a few craft beers, like that draft is probably like two months old and it tastes like shit. Exactly. I learned that a lot at my first restaurant job because they did like a ton of beer there and like I would sample and they also, I basically just drank all shift. Like, I would say, can I have a sample of that? And then two minutes later, I'd be like, hey, I forgot what that one tastes like. Can I have another sample? <laughs> and I would just get drunk every day. Uh, it was awesome. Um, but I could just tell, like, when they got a new beer, I'd be like, holy shit, this is, like, an amazing beer. Yeah. And it was because it was a freshly tapped keg. Because then I would try the same beer three weeks later, and I'd be like, wait, am I wrong, or was he gay? <laughs> That's why when I go to, I like to just get bottles or cans at bars. That way. Really? Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. What about a place like Maria's where you can kind of trust it or can you not trust it? I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. You know those guys. Do you think they clean out their... It's their hard dress? to tell I with Maria's. They, yeah, they hire people sometimes to do it. I've seen like But a, they have so truck. many beers on draft. Yeah, that right? There must be, maybe they just, they're just, they have such a reputation for being a craft beer place that like they're rotating... They're yeah. weird beers enough. Because yeah. every time I go, the the beers are pretty much different. Mm-hmm. They my probably get one keg, tap it, replace it with something new, I bet. The first person who told me about it was my sister. She's working. Maria's? Uh, no, John Barleycorn. Wait, what? You know, they tell you about clearing lines. Oh. Yeah, she said that they, it was like moldy and stuff. 
So she she that's what got me like weary of it. Oh, f- you know what's really bad for that is fountain soda. Oh yeah, dude, the totally. fountain soda is so gross. Oh yeah. If you're like, I I, I don't think. I, I would never get fountain soda at a restaurant because I like no, I wouldn't touch this stuff. Right. I mean, I don't I'm not crazy about soda to begin with, but fuck that. Not doing it. Is that just because you've been working in restaurants? Well, at Fork, like they had a they had an issue where like the the soda was like it got to the point where it's like people could really tell like this tastes putrid. And probably for, like, two years before then, it was putrid, but it was passable because of all the corn syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, that's the other thing. The alcohol, I guess, kills some Kills a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. right? Well, not in a soda fountain. Yep. I I went back. Back, (laughs) I went back to the beer. (laughs) Damn. Me and Noodle are going on tour now. Yeah, we're talking about taking County Butcher on tour. Awesome. Do you want to come, Will? Depends on where and when. I think we're going to October. <laughs> we're we're going to go. It's in September. We're going to go to October. Good. I think we should do October to give us a little bit more time to plan it. But um, how long uh, do you want to go for? Like less than a week. Okay. Yeah. Maybe try to do that like once a month. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, we're going to go to Cincinnati. Nice. What do you think about this as merch? We, um, <laughs> we print out pictures of meat and then sign them because we're like the comedy butcher. So uh, this is a uh, where where you guys do stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember we used to do that. Yeah, yeah I've been doing yeah. stand up comedy again. Just you, thinking about it. What? Have you been doing stand up, Joe? Uh, I went to open mics last night and almost went up. <laughs> <laughs> this is great news. I I love this idea. I don't like the idea of signing meat. No, no, no. Pictures of pictures meat. of meat. Well, either way. Why don't you like that? I mean, you're supposed to like t-shirts and and stuff. Yeah, well, but like I this like is mocking the idea. Yeah. Of that. Oh, okay, okay. Now you like it. Now I like it. It'd be super cheap. I bet some people would pay five bucks for it. Some people would pay twenty. Like if you if you go to a show that has fifty people at it, and half the people buy merch, and you say pay what you want, and four people spend twenty dollars, which is totally plausible. That's like. That's just straight profit. That's just people handing you money. Uh-huh. Mer- yeah, merch is a good a good way to make money. What do you what do you think about this? Instead of signing them, we say we printed our name on them. Y- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I got nothing. I know. Sorry. <laughs> that was my yes Sorry. and. <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> so where are you so do you know people in Cincinnati? Uh, I know people in Cincinnati, and I have this buddy, uh, Brandon Gay, who, like, he did this thing where, like, we probably talked about him, but he... Um, he went around the country for a year and just did oh, clubs yeah. virtually every week. He went to a different city every single week for a year, so he's just connected everywhere, and we're, like, we're buds, so he's, like, going to hook me up with whatever. Cincinnati's a cool town. I love Cincinnati. Are we... Are you, do you have an in at Go Bananas? No. Uh, maybe a little... I mean, I'd talk to Be Gay about it, but I think it would be hard. I mean, best case scenario would probably be guest spots, which, like, would be worth doing because, like, I'm sure both of us could do really well, could, like, crush a guest spot. Well, like, uh, I mean, I guess I could reach out to, like, Tom or Stone. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can go up to Columbus and Cleveland, make a whole thing out of it. I think, do you, you know what? I, so I've done this road stuff a little bit before, and, like, I don't like going to multiple cities. <laughs> That's going to be a, a 
tough road gig. Just go to one place and come right back. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, or go to one place that has multiple shows. Sure. And spend like a week, or maybe then like, and it's not like you have to stay in one city, but like have like a home base because if you're like if every day you're like reestablishing a foothold, it's like really fucking it. It's hard to explain unless you've been through it, but it's like really is incredibly draining. Like, every day a different shitty town. Like, you're just on the highway constantly. Sure. Like, it gets, it just feels disgusting. So, you, would you guys bill it as the comedy butcher? Probably. We could, like, Rudy make a poster or something. You could recycle some of the old posters. Do you have any, do you have any of those? Well, you mean, like, the actual posters? Specifically yeah, for people to come to the Copros Fair. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. We, just a, we could just put a sticker over yeah. it. That would be very <laughs> confusing. I don't think we'd need a poster. It'd probably just be, like, an online thing. That's the stuff you can sign, though. No, he signed pictures of meat. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> and those would just be, I think that would be really profitable. Yes. Especially if you do well on stage. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a 50-50 chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, you got to do it. You got to do stand-up. I know. I'm really, I'm really You're okay with it? It's easy to do. Yeah, I'm I'm scared about like writing new bits though. It's yeah. hard to write new bits, but you just do it and then it's, you did it. And yeah, I know. Most of them suck, but some of them are good. Yeah, that's how everything works. Yep. You suck it in the beginning and then it gets less bad. Did you have a bad? You had some something bad happen to you earlier this week that had to do with uh, comedy, some sort of show that you went to. Did I? Oh, oh, I was just real. I've been super depressed. I just had this weird depression. It's all because of this fucking girl, but um, smelt mouth Jew. All right, enough. Um, <laughs> it's so it's, mean. it's accurate. I don't. I didn't mean that mean at all. It's like I want to get out of the habit of Joe repeating things that I said to him. <laughs> yeah, we'll stop doing. I'll stop talking about girls you're gonna hook up with. <laughs> like if I bring it up, fine. But like when Joe tells me things that I told him one on one, it's like those things aren't meant for people to hear. I, I hear you. Because I'll say anything. <laughs> um, what was I saying? You're depressed. Oh yeah, I was depressed, and then I was like, I didn't know what I was gonna do, and um, my roommate was running a show, so I went to him with the show, and basically just to drink and find someone to rant at, uh, and like no one was at the show, like so it was just like I was one of two audience members. All these people they booked only people from Milwaukee, hmm. which was very weird. Like you never see that happen. Um, and it was just this, like, it was so awkward. Where so was it? It was at the store. It's actually, like, right by my work. Uh, it can be a good show. Like, I, when I did the show, it was kind of fun. When you did it, it was bad, right? Although yeah, you, you were cr- there. You crushed, right? Like, it was, I I had fun, but it was, like, it was a bad show. There were, yeah. like, three real people watching. And then the, then it's the other It's a very comics. good venue. Yeah, it's actually a really good room. It's just, I, like, you Like, when I did 10 at the store... In, in fact, I've done a few shows there that were like they had like fifteen people in there, and it's like it's like a banger with fifteen people. Oh yeah, you get fifteen twenty. Like you get tw- if you got thirty people in there, it would be a it would, it would be, be a banana Donzo. show. Yeah, like yeah, it would be like CYSK level or better. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a really great room. It's an old room that they don't stand up in a long time. But like, so I'm just I'm at this show. I got there early because I went with the guys who were setting the show up, and then I'm just drinking at the bar. No one's there to hang out with. And it's just fucking weird. And it was just like, and, and I'm watching, I'm watching these basically like new Milwaukee comics watch each other. 
they're inexperienced. They're all laughing at each other hysterically. They all know each other's acts. They're all very similar. Uh, and I was just like, I feel like I'm losing my mind. And all I wanted to do was just get drunk and yell my feelings at someone. Did you heckle? No. Did you feel it, it, it couldn't have gone well? Yeah. Did you feel it was crazy because it was so bad? Or because, like, why is this show happening for no one? Um, Because either one would be bit. acceptable. I mean, they, they really, I mean, it's weird. Like, that room, like, you don't, you don't need much to not cancel, but they probably should. You should have canceled. Yeah. yeah. Probably should have canceled. Well, maybe they would have if they didn't have people coming in from out of town for it. For sure. It was like a Tuesday, right? <laughs> it was uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Oh, yeah, when well, we should have been recording this show. Wait, couldn't we not for some reason? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they we, canceled Jamie on us. Count, yeah. 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 Last week, we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, audience members. Terrence. Yeah, Terrence got... Yeah, yeah he eight. complained on a post today. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, my brother was cunty about it as well. Wait, did you, did you read Facebook? No, uh, I get email notifications when uh, someone comments on a post that I'm tagged in. Oh. So you com- you made that post at the shake weight, and Terrence is like, we do a new pod. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I got a shake weight. It looks like you're jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used a shake weight? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> uh, I've used <laughs> a, a shake, shake weight. Guys. All right, I'm producer. This is wit. like an old... Joke. I, I know. Which I, I was shocked when I walk into Max's place that they have a shake weight. I'm like, this I is a bit like I don't know right? how we had it. I Tian didn't explain it to me. I assumed they were like automatic and you just try to hold. I thought it steady. the same thing. I didn't realize you actually it's have to manual. shake it. Oh, yeah, you course. gotta shake it up, and it really does work your arms. Like I don't know how you make like a routine out of it. It really does. Is this a bit? No, it's not. This is real life. Yeah, Max is getting strong. For, I did it for like thirty seconds, and I was like, I gotta stop. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, now I'm jacked. Yeah. Now, now your masturbation sessions are really nice. Mm, they're fine. They've yeah. always been fine. Yeah, I've never had like a special one. Special masturbation session. Yeah, they're always okay. Well, whenever really? you like, sometimes you like get real high and jerk off, and you're like, "Wow, this feels like filthy." <laughs> how much I enjoyed this. Then you just feel bad. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah, no one ever feels good afterwards. <laughs> do you ever do you ever get real high and jerk off? I'm sure I have. It's been. It would have been a long time though. I think it's. I think it's a gas. And uh, <laughs> I agree. I, I enjoy. Agree I enjoy very high jerking off more than very high sex. I find very high sex to be confusing. Oh yeah, the worst. It's really. I like high making out. Oh okay. <laughs> but high sex is like it's like. Wait, are they mad at me? Yeah. What am I doing? Is yeah. It, so you're just is, paranoid the whole where time. Where is no, my totally. penis? Yeah, exactly. Someone tell me where my penis is. <laughs> it's scary. No, I agree. Yeah. Completely. But the coming is nice. But it's uh, often I can't even get to it. Coming is always nice. Well, yeah, but coming high is a real treat. It's like, you, you feel like, what is this, a kaleidoscope? <laughs> I've never thought that. Really? I, I, I enjoy... I always understood every time what exactly what was happening. I enjoy coming high, but um, uh, but with the sex is just, there's too much at stake. Well, yeah, you have to care about what's happening. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. It's too many variables. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm the master of my own destiny during sex. <laughs> But then when you're when you're sober, you're all in charge. I mean, no. Oh. 
but it's yeah, he's still wondering where his <laughs> dick is when he's <laughs> Where do I go? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. But I'm more cogent. I'm more like, okay, well, I've I've been here before. This this is how it. What do you do? And mm-hmm. uh, I hope I don't come quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get high and have sex with your wife? No. Well, do you have sex with your wife? Yes. What, how often? Mm, this is a... This is one of those you don't want to talk about. Yeah, this about is a, my, my baby voice. That's fine. Where I'll... I'll World like, Does she get high? No, not really. Okay, so that's probably why it doesn't happen. Wait, how often are you fucking your wife? Enough. Enough? <laughs> yeah. Enough for what? Enough for both of us to still be married. Because yeah, you know, I, I hear what we'll say. You know, uh, that is a really important part of a relationship. Is talking about how much you have you said sex Negative. with him on a podcast. No, is to well, yeah, is to have sex. It's like really important. So who is it that? Okay, so that implies one party doesn't want to have sex. No, I just think that a healthy sexual relationship, just whatever it is, doesn't no not specific. But you need you need to like enforce it. No, you just have to have sex. You both have to feel like you're doing it enough. Yeah, like every once in a while you'll like you just like go you just like, you're like mad at each other, just like there's tension in the air. And then you have sex and it's just gone. And you're good. You know what I mean? Sure. Joe knows what I mean. I don't know what you mean. Well, well it, Max has never had a real relationship. Yeah, exactly. But that's I mean, it's it is palpable. You can you can just see it. It's like it's like there's tension, then there's sex. So how do you how do you broach that? Do you say we're mad, let's fuck? That that's one yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you say that? No. Oh, <laughs> nobody says let's fuck. And that was that's the other thing. Like anytime you're like we should have sex, that's like it's yeah. not going to happen. It, people have sex the same way you. I yeah. mean, not you necessarily, but the way anyone else does. You just like oh, it's going to happen now. Yeah, you don't talk about it. Yeah, you just do it. Yeah, I've never like lived with a person. That's, it's, you know, it's a different thing entirely. Because yeah. like when you when we were dating and we would like hang out at the other person's place, there's like, oh, there's the expectation we're almost certainly going to have sex. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. Or at least like if I'm staying there both nights, like we're having sex at least once, probably twice, if not more. Sure. That makes sense. Whereas when we're living together, it's like, well, we don't have to. So you, it's like sounds like a puzzle. <laughs> kind of. It's mm, like a three. It's very puzzle. simple. It's like you have you have to have sex. You just have to. But, but, okay, here's what's confusing to me, is that you say that as if there is this urge to not have sex. Do you know what I mean? It's just less, of a, dr- it's less of a draw than it was pre-living together. And especially pre-long-term like, relationship. in general. Sure. But yeah. there is a... It's I don't work. I don't want to say malaise, uh, but, like, when it's the same person every time, it's not as appealing, which is just natural. And there's also a feeling of, I got to put an effort. Like, yeah. I've talked about this with a friend. I don't, I don't want to say who it is. Who is like, yeah, I don't always. Wait, why work. don't you want to say who it is? Because they listen. Man, it sounds like we got a lot of listeners, which is great. <laughs> oh, I bet I know who it is. So he's like, well, I don't. Like, I, he, he obviously likes having sex with his girlfriend. Because I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't want I'm to. I'm thinking of the right person, aren't I? Okay. So I don't want to. He's like, I'm worried about, like. How I don't want to worry how she's gonna do, and I have to put in a lot of effort. It's like it's, it's like a real effort to do it well. So it's like ah, I can just go jerk off in the other room, and it's fine. 
Do you think the 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 the, the caliber of the sex is way better? Because you like you know all the buttons and shit. It's definitely well if you think about it. So I've been married for like eleven years. Damn. And we've been together. For Damn. Like, uh, Damn, Will. That's a long years. ass time. So think about. Don't culturally appropriate. Shut up, <laughs> Joe. So think about the amount of times that I've had sex with this one person, and it's a lot. It's, like I've had sex more than you, for sure. Just with his one partner. Just with my one partner, only because of just like a consistent, just like pace. But you, you won't know? tell me how often. Well, you know, when we first met, it was every night. Yeah. You know, for years. Every single night. Every maybe maybe not every night, but like yes, you know what I mean. Like when you first start hooking Do up. Do you mean with every night you see them, or every night? Every every night, because you see them like every day of the week. Yeah, like every day. It would just be... For years. For years. Ah, uh, yeah, I've never done that. And so, like, then, after a while, you don't do that anymore. So, but you're still, you know, like, on a consistent basis. And but so... Is it because then boobies got weird? No. <laughs> it's not... It's, I don't think it... it, it <laughs> I really... Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, well, I don't know. Joe, you start. You can, you I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about your wife. We don't know what that thought was going to be. Yeah, though. yeah. But Joe can Joe can also attest because he's had. A, he, how long have you been together with uh, Brandy? Becky. Becky. Sorry. <laughs> Close. Uh, wait, sorry, wait. Becky. Becky, I know a, your name. You I didn't mean where that. Y'all were fucking every day. No. Uh, that sounds crazy. All it was was when we when we Get first a hobby for the first man several years we dated. We saw each other anywhere from two to four times a week, something like maybe yeah. five times a week, and particularly like weekends, we were always going to have sex. Yeah. But if we got together for like dinner on a Wednesday, like, well, it may or may not happen, because it was a matter of like, are we staying at each other's place or not? Because if that wasn't happening, and one of us had to be home for work the next morning, like, well, we're not going to have sex tonight. Right. But it was pretty much every weekend, yes. And then it just becomes, especially once, and then it's clearly the moving in is what changes it all. Because then it's less of a, well, we're together tonight, and I'm going to be alone tomorrow, so obviously this is what's going to happen. And it becomes like, oh, we're both going to be here tomorrow and the day after that, so we don't have to. So, Producer Will, do you sometimes have sex when you don't even feel like having sex? Uh, not generally, no. But so, I mean, I then the implication for that then is that you... But sometimes I, have sex when she doesn't feel like. I having sex. guarantee that is the case. You, you wait, wait. Her, what is you, the you case? make her have sex with you? I don't make anybody do anything. You force her. <laughs> I mean, no. You you take control out of her hands. There's, do you have a cage? Can, can you, here, here's the question. Do I think we've talked about this before? Is like like can you rape your wife? Yes. Yeah. It sounds like you have. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not curious for no reason. <laughs> no, but, but like, isn't that is? I mean, like Chris Hardwick. Can you? You're a regular Chris Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real great guy. Please, guys, this is not funny. Okay. <laughs> these are not true things. Wife rapist. <laughs> Continue. I will not. <laughs> was the sex that resulted in your child was that forced or was that was that consensual? This is not 
the road that this should be going. <laughs> that was excellent. You sound like a clown. You uh, <laughs> sound like a birthday party clown. That's because Will's delighting me. I should not have brought it up. I apologize. Your wife rape? <laughs> Maybe that's the next thing that we could start. Should we call like the episode wife rape? <laughs> Will feels bad. <laughs> You look embarrassed in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Not oh, good. I'm delighted. I know. I, can I like it. Well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you like the idea of him wait, raping his wife? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but it you brought it up. It is true. I, I, it's my Why fault. did you bring it up? Well, I, I think it's an interesting concept because there has been times when I'm just like, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like, <laughs> this is one of those times where it's like, clearly he used to be a big Bright Eyes fan, where he's like, am I a rapist? Because one time I said to my wife, come on. <laughs> come on, baby. Well, okay. I really feel like splooging right I don't know now. why you're making that face at me. Because that's my sexy face. Yeah, but this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you. Only I can see you. That's pretty sexy, right? And you're just trying to fuck me right now. I would. Now no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you guys ever had, had sex with a, a woman who said no? No. W- w- rephrase that. No. That's the, like... No, I, I know what you're saying, and I know that... I know that there are reasonable guys... Who have done that in situations that are kind of gray? I haven't done it. I just haven't. The, the closest I've ever come is um, one time I was I was hooking up with a girl and I hadn't slept with her yet, but well, no, I was dating her. We had been dating for a few months, um, kind of like not casually, but we, we hadn't seen each other a lot. But we had been like dating, um, and it was like an everything but sex type of thing. And we were, we were hooking up and we were really high. And we had been like, like sucking each other off, and then, um, uh, then I think I brought up sex, like I just mentioned it, which I never do. And she's like, "Are you sure? Like, I don't, I don't know." And then I'm like, "Yeah, we don't have to do it." And then we kind of, like, I kind of started. Uh, then she's like, "No, nah, I don't know." And then I stopped, and we were, but we were still like making out. But then we wound up having sex. I mean, I've been in that and spot where it's like they're not in the mood, and then you keep making out, and then it's fine. Right. But that is not the same as no. Yeah, okay, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. Well, I you know, I'm I'm uh, confess what, your rape. What yeah. Joe what Joe is saying is like it's like you're not in the mood and then you keep making out anyway and mm-hmm. then then you physically you don't like overpower anybody or anything. Well, I don't, don't think don't you I don't think you actually could. I well, I My wife's very small. <laughs> I absolutely Well, in my head your wife was a bodybuilder. Like not true. How tall is she? She's like five one. Oh, Holy wow. shit! Yeah, she's very short. Okay, I want to make a caveat, and, or uh, I don't think caveat, uh, an excuse. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is a public service announcement for, <laughs> for our Will twelve is listeners. Not a <laughs> this, it, yeah, exactly. Listen up, Will's brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, but, continue. But honestly, like in all sincerity, I'm in a very loving relationship with my wife, and we have a very healthy sexual relationship. I don't know what you're worried about happening. <laughs> Whatever, you fucks. I, but it is an interesting thing, and obviously, it's something that you should not talk about in a very public sp- space like this. I regret bringing it up, and uh, I, from now on, I'm, I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> That's all we wanted, Will. <laughs> oh, Will's upset. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's not cool. No. Especially in you these times. You did it. I don't mean. Especially I in these times. Anything. Like, it would have been cool like seven, eight years ago. Like, pre Louis would have been cool. But that's the thing. You can't even you can't even like mention these things to people. What, oh, yeah. what things? Just like acceptance of things that aren't pure. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, are it, you impure? I mean, to bring up the idea of are you talking about having sex with your wife? Yeah. Or are, you t- or are you talking about having sex when the situation didn't seem like it was going to happen? Yeah. That's what you're talking. I'm about. talking about what we talked about with Chris Hardwick in, in like the private your your bedroom. The mm-hmm. privacy of your bedroom and how that has become very public in a lot of circumstances wherein it probably shouldn't have. Because if anyone knows your private business, they're probably going to think you're a monster because pretty much everybody is a little bit. And that's Speak for yourself, William. No, I mean, but that's the <laughs> thing. Like, you, you do these things in the privacy of your home or your intimate relationship where you where you feel safe, what I guess. What things are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but then when they're brought public, it makes it look... Yeah, it's very easy to see it's it poorly. Ver- yeah, exactly. Because I've had a lot of missionary-style sex, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Consensual male missionaries. <laughs> but it, it, it's really... Uh, I, it, I feel like people are so holier-than-thou. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, people are hypocritical morons. Yeah, for real, and and they they look at a situation and they their judgments are automatically, you know, on the right side. Yeah, everyone's like getting mad at Will for wife raping. They're a bunch of wife rapists too. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, not me. We, I'm progressive. Yeah, I go on Tinder progressive. Dates. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Progressive. Progressive. Yeah, progressive. No, but even when that Louis thing broke, you know, I was talking to a, uh, a woman, and if you if you like even broach the subject of like being defensive towards oh yeah the situation, mm-hmm. you're there's no way. I you're mean, the Louis thing is going to be looked like twenty years from now. We're going to be like, are you serious? For real? His whole thing was ruined because he jerked off in front of girls. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. That's not cool. That's a boorish way to behave. That is a strange sexual proclivity that you are that you should be tempering and you didn't. It's not that big a deal. And he received consent. Fuck off. Well, Come he, on. he ki- there were times he did times he didn't. The way he explained it when uh, and no and no one no one debated him on this is that he said I always asked for consent I always asked him if I could and he acknowledged that he thinks that the power dynamic was manipulative but he always asked. It's also so hard to defend because it's he didn't fucking touch them. Oh, I agree. Like I was talking to my sister about this. She, he's like, she's like he raped them. I'm like no, that's not what that word means. Like this is totally different. Like this is like a dude on a bus jerking off in front of people. Like we wouldn't put that guy in jail. 
I mean, it's more than that, but... Oh, of course. It's not exactly interchangeable. And I'm not saying what he did was cool or okay. It's in between the two, though. Yeah, but it's like, it's like it's fucked up and he needs help. But that's he's not a, a horrible human being who, like, needs to be ostracized. That's I mean, not I cannot is. imagine the amount of anguish he's currently in and has been in for years now. Yeah, I, w- I still wonder what's going to happen to that guy. I don't think he's coming back. He, I've always said that. That's what I think. He should have... Uh, he should have... Stayed the course, like the rest of them. Well, if what you, do you look mean, at what do you mean by stay the course? If like you continue like, look, doing what look he was at, doing, like Elvis and Jerry Lewis and Woody Allen, and they the, didn't have me too. Yeah, but Woody yeah, Allen, they, Woody they Allen's did. done now. Is he? I don't think Woody Allen could show his face anymore. Really? Yeah, people hate Woody. Is Allen. he still making movies? Yeah, he thought. was, and then people like boycotted it. And like there was a thing like a year or so ago where people were apologizing for being in a Woody Allen movie. All right. Oh wow. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet like donated all the the earnings he he made from a Woody Allen movie to like the ACLU. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Woody Allen's like I'm not saying he's no one will ever allow him to make a movie ever again because he's still Woody Allen. I'm sure he still has enough friends, but culturally speaking, no one wants anything to do with him right now. The cultural ostracization is a new phenomenon. Yeah, right. And it's it's unmitigated and it's it's complete. You know what I mean? It's like it's totally encompassing of a person's life, and it's uh, in some case, like I think for Weinstein, it's totally justified. For Louis C.K., leave the fucking like let him. It's just this weird thing. It's like he can still do stand up. Like he's not technically, but no one will not allowed him. to do stand up. Well, no, they would. Like the the owner of the Comedy Cellar and a lot of clubs in New York are like, you can c- go up whenever you. Do you want. still think that Comedy Cellar would put him up? I know that the comedy seller would put him up. I, I, the, the Noam Dorman uh, put out a public statement about it. Okay. Um, a lot of, and, and he, he echoed, and he said in that statement that a lot of clubs in New York would be happy to put Louis C.K. up now. Of course. Um, Huge. But I don't think that Louis C.K. is going to be able to go up because I think in his head he's like, people are, even if no one says anything, which I think they would. But even some, if no some one, people would, for sure. Even if no one did... The fear that people would yeah. would ruin. I, I can't put yourself in that situation. I bet he could do what Drew's doing. What, a, a show with no audience? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet he could. And then put it out on his website. That is actually fascinating. That would actually be a really interesting idea. So, Drew, do you know Drew Michael? Yeah, we talked about a bunch on the podcast. Yeah, so he's he's having a special coming out in like he's less than... He's doing an HBO special. It's like, it's like coming out in a week. It's an HBO special. It's uh, directed by Gerard Carmichael. And... No audience. Crazy. He's just going to talk, and then it's going to cut to this beautiful woman emoting. What? Yeah. That part seems insanely stupid to me. I kind of like it. The Just a cut to a woman emoting? Well, her, she's acting. She's, like, acting in response to what he's saying. All right, well, I'd have to see it. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe, it'll, But it's the way it's described sounds idiotic. I mean, the cuts of it I've seen look tight. Okay. But I'm, I'm, that, I, that doesn't mean that I'm confident in the special. But it's it's very interesting. It'll be interesting because there there is a legitimate potential for this special that it's really going to shake up the whole medium. Well, people were saying that Nanette shook up the like was going to and has shook up the medium. I think it has. In What's what, that? Nanette's a special on Netflix where she's not really even doing comedy. She's talking about her experiences with. Uh, sexual assault or other traumatic moments. And, and like, she, she's taking, I mean, the, the premise of Nanette is that it's a female lesbian comic 
Dooku is done with stand-up. She's done with comedy. She's doing a one-woman show that is about her experiences being a woman and doing stand-up and about her reaction to them and why she's not going to do this anymore. So a lot of it is about abuse she's faced, abuse other people she's faced, the, the current culture of men. Um, a, a lot of it also, and this is the part that I found most interesting about it, although I think it's a terrible special, but I thought it was very interesting that she took this stance where she's like, I'm not going to be self-deprecating. I'm not making myself the butt of the joke just because it's a more efficient way of writing a joke. I'm, going, I'm only going to say what I think, and I'm going to uh, present myself at all times with dignity. I, so, I actually really, I think that's, that's really not compelling. That's stand-up. Yeah, it's not well, funny. That's, that's, that's the thing. It's a one-woman show. Like right. that, there's a media, that is something uh, that exists. Medium, medium, right. Like. No, I understand, but it's lauded by a huge Stupid portion people. of stand-up. <laughs> a lot of comics love Nanette. But people say that like, this is the future of comedy. Yeah, like yeah, I've heard, it's, there, like, it's, it's, it's very divisive because there are people who think that that is the future of comedy, and you can see that at the lowest levels where people are just talking about their experiences, their opinions, and how woke they are, and there's no punchlines. What Drew Michael is doing is semi-related to that. Yes, but he's going to have punchlines because Drew have, has punchlines. He's going to have punchlines, but like the premise of it is like you laugh when you want to laugh if you think it is necessary. Sure. That there is no that the the, the, the format is stripped of cues. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be. I assume it'll be better. I don't know if it'll be more successful. I mean, it could it could be just like kind of a sort of good thing that goes totally under the radar. Uh, it also could be bad. Sure, although I doubt if it's good that it'll go under the radar. It's on HBO. Well, things do. Like, Michelle Wolf's special wasn't that big a deal. What? Okay. She did the correspondence dinner. I know, but did you watch her HBO special? Yeah. It's I good. did, too. It's, I, think it's, it's very good. I think it's very good, but I, don't, I didn't hear anyone talking about it. I heard people talk about the correspondence dinner. Yeah. But I, and I think that it's very likely she got the correspondence dinner because of the HBO special. Yeah. But when the HBO special came out, I didn't hear a word about it. Certainly wasn't like Louis C.K.'s first HBO special. That was a huge cultural phenomenon. Yeah, but it's different times because there's so many specials. For sure, yeah, there's a very heavy saturation of them. Yeah. Although not HBO specials, they still pl- hold those pretty tight. Yeah. But Nanette, well, yeah, HBO specials are rare, and Nanette was, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it was quite at the same scale as Louis C.K.'s first special, but it was a cultural phenomenon. Uh, it was a big deal. It's definitely the biggest uh, Netflix special to have come out. Definitely this year, maybe in years. Other than, you think it's bigger than Chappelle's? Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, it was more culturally significant, but I'm sure his were more popular. Also, Tom Segura's was probably more popular, but, like, whatever. Nanette was a big deal, and it did, like, at least purport to, and probably to some degree did, shake things up. But I think the the idea that, like, if Drew pulls off what he's going for... It might give Louis C.K. a venue. Yes. That's interesting. Is that it allows someone like that who's like, I can't perform in front of an audience, but I can still write jokes. And specifically, he would have to write about what happened. Right. And how bad he and feels. And he could. He yeah. would be like, that would, like, the, the, all of the reasons why I think Louis C.K. won't come back isn't about that he won't be allowed to come back. It's that he'll be afraid to come back. So That's what I feel. And this would totally strip him of the thing that I think would cause him fear. So I'm going to float the idea that Drew's just trying to help relaunch Louis' <laughs> career. <laughs> I, don't th- I wouldn't be sorry if Drew hasn't thought of this. Of course not. But it would be, it would, you know what would be really interesting is, let's say Drew's thing is a smash, and it becomes, if not, if not like a new 
form of stand-up that people replicate something that just Louis C.K. replicates because of the his the, it's it's like personal mm-hmm. efficacy. Yeah. Uh, I would be very interesting to hear what Drew had to say about that. Yeah, we should get him on the podcast. I'm sure <laughs> Drew Michael is not very critical of Louis C.K. I'm sure Drew doesn't care that much. Yeah. Drew has a very strong reputation of not being the nicest of men. Although I guess he's gotten really nice. I can kind of buy it. Yeah. But I can also buy like, well, success makes it easier for him to be nicer. For sure. So. I think it's the opposite generally. I mean. Oh, there's a lot of times success goes to people's head, but Drew had a very big head to begin with. Yeah. Well, I heard he was like the worst guy there was. Oh, people used to complain. I mean, he sued CYSK for $10,000. What? He said, I'm a partial owner. Like, I'm an owner of this, and I want proceeds. And not just proceeds. Like, I'm, I can't talk about the issue entirely because I don't know it very well, but I, I talked to Sanchez about it. He's like, yeah, they, he sued us for ten grand." Did he win? I think he got his money. From who? They probably uh, settled or some shit like that. Something, something happened. But, like, the fact that he would do that to friends. It's business, baby. I can't believe that happened. I'm hesitant and to believe it happened. Cool I'm them? hesitant to believe it happened because of that, because they're okay. But it, like having heard everything I've heard about Drew, that would not surprise me in the least. It's God, probably the bar, insane. though. I mean, it's like maybe it's the bar. Yeah, it's not like he's suing Danny. It sounds like it sounded like he was. Yeah, but you can't. It, it's the bar because that they're the one that are taken in the in the case. It seems like something no. Danny would not be cool with. Exactly, which is why. And Danny was the host on both of his albums. Yeah, so. That's why I'm skeptical, but I'm also, like, I can buy something, some version of that happened. I don't know what. should get Danny on. should get Danny on. Da- probably should. But you don't want to get Danny on. We're getting Danny on. <laughs> also, <laughs> well, oh, we're probably... is trying yeah. to muscle Max right now. <laughs> like he muscles his wife. <laughs> <laughs> we're not posting this episode. This episode is not being released. <laughs> <laughs> so dig in because we're gonna record another one right now. <laughs> He's upset. <laughs> Are you really upset? He is. You can look. You I mean, I'm not like uh, upset, upset, but I, I don't like the way that the conversation turned. Partially my fault, obviously. <laughs> I mean, like mostly my fault. You brought it up. Yeah. But well, like, you literally are like, do you guys think? There's any like credence to <laughs> like you can <laughs> rape your spouse, I know, rape your wife. I know it's crazy. Yeah, asking just... for a friend. <laughs> You've done so much more damage to yourself than what we have. Yeah, exactly. I regret everything, all of it. Oh, Terry's will like it. I blame an empty stomach and yeah, these beers. Terry and Rudy are gonna love this. <laughs> We're not gonna release it. Why not? We we gotta release it. No, no. it's a pretty good one. We'll cut out that middle stuff, and we'll we'll go long now. <laughs> we'll keep it on. <laughs> not good. Are you worried about her listening? No. What are you worried about? Your brother? No. He'll love it. <laughs> He's gonna love it. Why will he love it? <laughs> He's been waiting for this. <laughs> okay, there is no wife rapist thing happening in my household. Mm. You know what? Allegedly. Now, now we should get Amanda on my wife, just to clear the air. You want to have an episode with just the two of you? You know what we should do? We should have Becky <laughs> and Amanda on. To talk about how much we have sex with each other. Yeah, just to like clear the air and say these guys. 
aren't, aren't good at sex. That sounds like a really nice listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max will just be the fifth wheel. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I blame Max. You were very, like, inquisitive during that segment. Yeah, because, Will, you, the you, married man, yeah, you opened said, up. <laughs> you said, hey, do you guys think, like... No. I don't know. You were asking how much we have think- sex. Uh, this is crazy. No, it's not. This is crazy. But do you think like it? And I don't even think I should say this because it's just weird. It is weird. <laughs> but it is a question that I have asked people in in like regular conversation. Why? It's an interesting concept. The idea of raping your wife. Yeah. It, what? What? Because it you acknowledge it can totally happen. Well, see, I guess so. <laughs> Why is it? I guess so because. What do, what about the vows in the ring make it impossible to rape someone? Yeah, I mean, I guess to answer your question, of course I think a husband could wait, rape his wife. Because if a husband said, like, I'm not saying this is you, but it's like, if a husband's like, wife, present yourself for sex. And she says, no, I don't want to. And he goes, do it. Do it. And she says no, and then he forces himself on her. Of yeah. course that's rape. No, what is course. that, not yeah. rape? Because Absolutely. you had wedding vows? Yeah. But what you're talking about is, is like the nuance of quasi-coercion. Of yeah. getting her in the mood when she wouldn't otherwise be in the mood. Th- yes. like that's different. That is entirely yeah. different. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm, well, I'm assuming, but I feel pretty certain that there's been times that, uh, I'm assuming it's you and not your wife, but that you tried to have sex, she wasn't into it, then you didn't. Yeah, act- it's both ways. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to fuck. Sometimes she rapes you. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I get raped. <laughs> there. Yeah. So there, guys. Will. Me too. You've done more damage <laughs> than <too>. us. Me <laughs> too. You're like, you guys, are, you guys are making me feel uncomfortable, but my wife rapes me. I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> Your filthy mind, Will. It is filthy. <laughs> Not great. What's your weird stuff? Do you guys have any weird... Oh, well, I guess I got to stop asking you questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll ask you the questions Ask now. me questions. I don't have any questions. Well, I do have a question about uh, last week when you wanted to do the impromptu. I want you to rant oh, a little about that. Uh, it was just... I was... That's because of Malky, right? Yeah, I think oh, it was okay. like that day I was supposed to hang out with her, and she just ignored me. Mm. Uh, and then I wound up getting drunk with Pat, and I was like... Uh, McMahon? Wait. McManus. No, Pat- Patrick McManus, the McManus. guy who wanted to fight dudes in Wrigleyville on behalf of Max's height. Yeah. Yeah. So, we yeah, we went to Kuma's, and we just got drunk and ate burgers. And uh, and then I was just I just felt like doing a podcast, because I like... What's your what, what burger do you like at Kuma's? You don't like you know what? I actually don't get the burgers there. What I do is what? I get uh, a chicken sandwich. It's not a chicken sandwich. They have amazing chicken tenders. Huh. If you I the, uh, I I've went gotten there. their buffalo chicken tenders. So like when we were hanging out the other day, yeah, I went to Kuma's just to go right before my show, mm-hmm. and um, I got just the chicken tenders. And I was like, these are the best chicken tenders had you, I've ever had. Had you not wanted to write alone, I would have gone with you and gotten those. Yeah, they're dope, mm-hmm. and it's like I figured it's like not that unhealthy. It's less unhealthy. And then, like, getting, like, a whole chicken tender sandwich. The chicken tender sandwich is really good, too. I just love buffalo sauce. Yeah, who doesn't? So I was good. really tempted to go to Pick Me Up last night because I was right there. I went there with my parents after Lodge. They like it? They, I think they would, thought it was cool. It was really interesting 
I don't know if I talked to you about I went this. there after I did lunch. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. But, like, it was very strange. So my parents came to see me close. I didn't, I didn't like, invite them to see me, like, headline Lincoln Lodge. But, like, they were in town and I was doing it. So it was, like, they came. And it was very str- – and I decided, like – and I'm my relationship with my parents is, like, they don't know anything about my life. Like, we talk a lot, but we just talk about, like, surface shit. And they, like, they don't, like – and it was very – so I decided, like, you know what? I'm just going to do the most, like, explicit set I can do. I'm going to reference my parents a lot, talk about sex as much as possible, whatever. And then afterwards, I, like, talked to them in this way I never had. You know what I mean? They told me they thought I was gay for a long time. They told you that after the show? Yeah. Okay. Because we were just talking openly for, like, the first time we ever had. That's, That's cool. nice. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. They thought you were gay? For a while, yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, we talked yeah. about how gay you Whether could be. Whether or not you could Look pass for sitting. gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all could be gay, except for Joe. There's three of us. What so you're we, saying is so me and you could be gay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I don't like that. But <laughs> it could be. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're a faggot. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Will, yeah, you could. You're, well, who more, me or Will? You. You, for sure. You're really? way more well-kept. Yeah, well-kept. That's the only thing holding me back is I'm not well-kept. Because you have sort of a wispy thing. Yeah, like, a, yeah. You also wear a woman's jacket and like to tell people about it. I told you about it. It's very Carson of you. You asked about it. Wait. I did not ask about it. You told me about it. Johnny Carson? No, Carson from the first iteration of Queer Eye for a Straight oh. Guy. <laughs> The grooming one. And Max is a big I used fan. to watch it with my mom when I was like ten. Wonder why she thought you were yeah. gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't just watch that. We also watched Charmed, Joe. Oh, sorry, I overstepped <laughs> my bounds. <laughs> we did watch a lot of Charmed. Is you know that what? true? I, yeah, yeah, I watch a lot of Charmed. Did you like Buffy as well? What about Gilmore no, Girls? Buffy's for faggots. Um, I like Charmed. Piper, right. she had really good powers, but um, <laughs> which I think she had pretty lame powers. Uh, only Prue had good powers, and she was kicked off the show for being mean or something. I can't talk about Charmed. Uh, they played. I've been so I've been going to the gym uh, every day, and they play Charmed every day. Really? Yeah. What, what channel? I don't know. They have like three. They have like they have a bunch of different news networks on, and then they have Charmed. <laughs> I love it. I listen to podcasts, but then I just look and be like, "Oh, look at them using their magic." Do they just play with like closed captions on? Yeah, and there's like a thing where you can plug your. Oh, you, oh got it. You can plug your headphones in wow. through the channels. Yeah, that's cool. It's okay. I don't do. It. I'd rather listen to a podcast. I listen to the news. I stand informed. The worst. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm politically savvy. <laughs>